Welcome, welcome, welcome. Season three, Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. And I am so excited today. This season, the hashtag has changed the narrative and party people in the place to be. Trust me, we are going to change the narrative on this one. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. By day, Allstate agent, and by night, I am the host of the Wind Down with Kev podcast. I am very, very excited to bring to you today a very, very different guest. Those of you that follow me, you know that I'm an Allstate agent, but today I am happy to talk to the friendly competition. I have none other than IG's own Insure with Jen, Jennifer O'Brien, better known as Jen O'Brien with State Farm. Jen, introduce yourself. Talk to the people. Absolutely. Thank you, Kevin, so much for having me. Again, my name is Jennifer O'Brien, State Farm agency owner by day and by night, <laughs> many other things <laughs> from mom to, to working on some of the different um, organizations I work with. Uh, sometimes I feel like a taxi cab driver, but all, all good. <laughs> Absolutely. So that, that mom titles, that that comes with the uh, Uber, Lyft and taxi cab responsibility. So before we bore the people and talk business. We're talking a little bit before we get started. And you're telling me that you're the mom of twins in a kindergarten. Talk to me about what it's like to have twins. Oh my goodness. I still sometimes can't believe I have twins sometime, but uh, I feel like there's twins everywhere now. Uh, <laughs> although, although mine are a, a little bit more rare because they're identical. Oh my God. So it was a, a pure uh, shock, but I can, they're turning 10, which I can't believe because I still feel like they're just babies. Oh my God. Um, so really amazing. And it's just nice that they have each other. Uh, luckily, still, they're all doing the same things, activities, same group of friends so that's just one drop off and then my, my little guy gives me a run for my money um he's he just went into kindergarten nice um it, it's just so funny how each kid is so different they're very different now even identical twins they're different a- absolutely absolutely one's more dominant than the other um you know one's more kind of soft-spoken one likes being center of attention one rather be like in the back of the stage um, and then I have my little guy who would do anything to be with the mic in front of people. He actually walks around with a microphone and a boombox. A star, a star is born. So let's shout everybody out. Let's shout the twins out. Let's shout the little guy out. They're going to watch this one day and they're going to be like, mom, you didn't even say my name. Uh, yep. So uh, my girls are Adelise and Vivian, also known as Addie and Vivi. Okay. And my son is Everett. <laughs> I like that. Addie, Vivi, Everett. Mom sends you a big shout out from the wine down with kev podcast i would be a poor host if i didn't give you a chance to acknowledge your husband as well absolutely so uh my husband's dave uh we just had our 10-year wedding anniversary congratulations not too long ago and uh he's also a business owner he's uh a mason and he owns a masonry contracting company so uh both local business owners uh and it's great life is good we keep busy that's for sure now now you said life is good but i see a challenge with two entrepreneurs two people every day that wake up with ideas and customers pulling on them in different direction what's that like 
It's a lot. The, 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 day, the days are long. Sometimes I'm, I'll be like nighttime about to go to bed. I'm like, did I talk to my husband today? I don't know. Did, did, I, did I get that box checked off? Because sometimes we're just running in two different directions. Um, but I also, you know, you know, do a ton of networking. Like even last night, like he's like, I have a chiropractor appointment. I'm like, well, I have a networking event, so I'm out. He's like, no, I'm out. And I like ran out the door like, nope, I'm not missing my event. <laughs> you got to re- reschedule yours. Good oh, uh, luck. Good luck. So, what's the name yeah. of Dave's uh, masonry company? Sure, it's uh, OMC Masonry Contracting. Located uh, right in Hopog. Okay. Yeah, mainly serve the uh, surrounding areas. I always joke he's like a, a Smithtown mom fave. <laughs> I, I hate when people reach out to me, and I get a lot of people reach out to me for his business. I'm like, well, hey, what about insurance? No, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just, no, just no. want to re- redo my bathroom and, and all that stuff. No, but no. Uh, yeah, people, uh, he, he does great work, and he, he's a great guy. So he comes up uh, hi- highly recommended. But uh, sometimes I get excited if someone's reaching out for insurance, and I read the whole thing, and it's like, oh man, it's a referral for nope, Dave. Nope, nope. Let <laughs> let Dave eat. OMC contracting in Hopog. Shout out to Dave and keep up the great work and balancing your schedule. He has to be an incredible dad. Definitely, definitely, for sure, he is. So let let's jump in. Let's jump into the community stuff. Um, I follow you obviously on IG and people. This is why she's here. So anybody's wondering. Kevin, why? How could you put a State Farm agent on? Because Jen is dope. Just that simple. Follow and share with Jen on IG, and you'll see some of the stuff that that she does, and you'll be impressed. So let's start with the top. I mean, you walked in this morning. Uh, we're recording this at about 1030 in the morning. You've already had 10 events, and you were telling me an interest <laughs> two, two events, and you were telling me an interesting story about you trying to bring a park, a park to Hopog. Absolutely. So about a year ago, uh, myself and some other uh, Hopog business owner started a non-for-profit called Hopog Recreation Development Association, okay. uh, or also known as HRDA, because okay. it's a little bit of a mouthful. Um, so being a Hopog resident, uh, but I'm a Smithtown business owner, graduated from Smithtown High School, know all the resources that Smithtown has. I'm like, hey, where, and as my kids are getting older, where are the soccer fields for Hopog? Where are the updated baseball fields? Where's the park? Where's the sprinkler park that we could go to? And then we realized, hey, there really are none. And I'm like, why is that? Wow. And we learned because Hopog, 20,000 residents, divided between town of Smithtown, town of Islip, we kind of have never had the resources because we're a hamlet. Um, And that's the fight we're fighting for. We're trying to build a park. We're looking for 10 to 15 acres that we could have the same resources and amenities that surrounding towns and children have. So updated soccer fields, baseball fields, a playground, um, sprinkler park, not only that, something where all Hopog residents could go because in our school alone, some people could be town of Smithtown, some could be town of Islip. So if I want to have a kindergarten play date, half the people may not be allowed in because we don't have the right town permit. So we're looking for something that serves all of Hopog residents as a whole, um, you know, regardless of what side of the border you fall on, Islip or Smithtown. That's uh, that's interesting. I definitely can relate to the whole Hopog being a hamlet. Uh, I'm born and raised in, in Wyandanche. I uh, live in uh, West Babylon right now. But Wyandanche is a hamlet of the town of Babylon. And as such, it doesn't have one voice. There isn't one elected official that speaks on behalf 
of a hamlet as opposed to a town that might have a mayor or something of that nature. So I definitely understand the unique dilemma uh, that you're in being in um, a ha the hamlet of Hopog. But what's also unique is that you guys are divided between two towns, you know, very strange. You know, if you know anything about Long Island, it's townships, there's hamlets within towns. So you guys are a part of the town of Islip and a part of the town of Smithtown. Very interesting. Right. That that leads to you being the uh, neglected stepchild, if you will. A absolutely. That, that's what I refer to us as, <laughs> the, the, the redheaded stepchild. But we're, we're trying to change that. Um, so about two Fridays ago, we had our first major event. Um, we uh, rented out Hoyt Farm. Um, I was hoping for a few hundred people, I, you know, in organizing with vendors and all the uh, boots coming. I'm like, all right, maybe we'll have 500. We wound up having 2,500 people. 2,500 people. Insane. I, it was just bone chilling to see the amount of people there. Uh, we had all the elected uh, town officials from both sides. <laughs> I slipped. Smithtown, we did an official ribbon cutting from the Chamber of Commerce, uh, the fire department, Rotary, library, uh, Hopkins industrial association really what our big goal is to also be advoc um, an advocacy group for hopog because we don't have a chamber we don't have the you know a, a, well we have a rotary group but we don't have all these other um groups that a lot of towns have apart so we're trying to be that voice for hopog and say hey we want more for our community we want more for our children hopog is an amazing place to live and should have the same amenities that our surrounding towns have. No, absolutely. When I think of uh, Hopog, um, I think of industrial Hopog. I think of everything that's off of the expressway and all the industrial parks. So you're educating me. I didn't know a lot about um, all the residential areas. So we've talked about the park. Um, amazing job to, to plan an event where you're looking for a couple hundred people and it turned to $2,500, 2,500 people. Uh, big credit, much respect to you and all the other organizers involved to really show up and rally around an idea. And a park is something I think that everybody in Long Island can relate to. It's taken for granted. Um, the things that are in other places, the water, the walking trails, the parks that are there. That's part of the beauty of Long Island. It's why we it's why we live here. Definitely. And especially with COVID, the importance of outdoor space and outdoor recreation and, you know, gathering with people outside and then we don't have spots to go. So Super excited to see this unfold and um, hopefully make some moves in that direction. Absolutely. Now, you said you're looking for 10 to 15 acres. Have the acres been identified? We do have not that large of parcels, but we do have some smaller ones available that we made um, public to both Town of Islip, Town of Smithtown. And we're just trying to find out which ones could be developed on and whether, you know, those governments could give us money or is it the industrial so um, the industrial and uh, businesses coming in or local grants. So uh, we're trying to make it happen, but we definitely first trying to get the support of the government um, as there are funds, you know, available. We just need them allocated our way. Allocated and directed the, the right way. So we're talking hop hog, but one thing I noticed about you, you're all about that Smithtown life. Smithtown. Yes. You are the queen <laughs> of Smithtown. <laughs> you're queen of Smithtown. So yep. talk to me about where Smithtown is in your heart. Born and raised in Smithtown? 
No, n- not born and raised in Smithtown. Originally uh, from Port Jeff Station. Okay. Uh, but wound up uh, going to Smithtown uh, in high school. So just for those few years. But those are those instrumental years where um, in those few few short years, I feel like I, I met everyone. And it's amazing. You know, while you're there, like, oh, I'm never going to come back. And <laughs> everybody comes back to Smithtown. So uh, it's it's wild. You know, a majority of our customers I went to high school with. And they, they know me from my wild party days. I'm like, you want to do nice. business with me? Me? Nice, no. and, they, and, they, and they don't and they don't hold that against no, you. That's a good thing. No, exactly. My, my crazy outfits and all, but I, it, it was fun. The, the good good old days, right? That's a good thing. But, Hopefully, uh, it wasn't uh, Instagram or Facebook. Hopefully, there's uh, not a lot of pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Otherwise, uh, black blackmail could be a, could be a thing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, graduated from Smithtown High School. Um, again, I'm, I'm truly only like a mile away from my uh, Smithtown office, and now I'm a Smithtown business owner. Um, when I first opened my agency in Smithtown, really my goal was to be all about community, relationships, family. So immediately, at, as soon as I opened my doors, I wanted to see, right, what other organizations are in Smithtown, and I want to be involved. Um, so I applied to become on the uh, board of directors for the Smithtown Chamber of Commerce, which now I've been doing for the past few years. Um, I also heavily got involved with the Smithtown Children Foundation, um, working working with their group and all the events that they do um, on the uh, Smithtown Industry Advisory Board, working uh, with the high school and the students in their uh, business development programs. Uh, but going back to the Smithtown Children Foundation, I am now the executive director of their Hop Hog chapter of the Smithtown Children Foundation, which is incredible i love more than anything um and it's all these other things as we were talking before it's ways to get involved in the community and building relationships and it's really meeting people through good you know of course i always have my state farm in 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 my heart of hearts and want to be successful and be able to provide my employees with um, a good lifestyle as well from all the business that we're generating Um, but at the end of the day it is so rewarding to be able to be able to give back and make a truly make a difference in the community through wearing all these other hats and you know having a successful state farm agency is just one of the many you know, but benefits are the results of all those positive things. So you're living out the State Farm creed like a good neighbor. Like a good neighbor. Jen is there. <laughs> Jen is there. So, so Jen, you, you touched a lot of charities, um, and you and I are kindred spirits in that we're business owners that lead with family and community first, and business comes after that. Talk to me about the Smithtown Children's Foundation. Everything with children is very, very important to me. So what does the... What are the major initiatives of the Smithtown Children Foundation um, that made that the standout charity for you? Absolutely. Uh, so the foundation's all about giving back to uh, families. In I mean, for myself, I'm the executive director of the Hop Hog chapter, so it's all about giving back to families in Hop Hog uh, who children are going through. It could be medical. The families could be going through financial issues, uh, but but a, a lot medical. So we work with the guidance counselors of the schools to see kind of what's going on, who are the families in need. Sometimes the families don't mind being publicized. Sometimes they, you know, everything's kind of kept uh, under the radar. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, we find out uh, where the families, where in the community can we support 
Um, and then we, we help the families uh, financially. So we do a lot of fun fundraising events uh, throughout the year. I mean, pre-COVID, there was probably a dozen. You know, now we're just starting to get back at it. Um, one thing, uh, yeah. How was the transition during COVID going from live fundraising events and all the things that everybody does, maybe to doing some virtual fundraising events? Talk to me about that. It, it was hard. It, it wasn't <laughs> successful. I'll, I'll say, I'll say that. Um, but you know, there are definitely creative ways um, around that. Um, but you know, most importantly, in order to be able to be a resource for families in need, we need to have the funds available. So even like a, a beautiful example is um, I had we had a, a single father who's going through you know a lot of different things. He has a teenage son. Um, he reached out um, maybe about two months ago saying, um, hey, you know, my son would really love an iPhone. And I was like, oh, I'm like, well, we can maybe do like a $100 gift card. I'm like, and, yes. and, and, I, yes. and iPhone's a lot. I'm like, but let me see what we could do. Um, and then we had this big event, um, the party for the park, where we had 2,500 people. Nice. And I always kind of intertwine a, a yes. few different things Bring I'm doing. Totally. So we had, you know, about 25 um, raffle baskets where the proceeds were going to the Smithtown Children Foundation. We raised a lot of money through that evening alone and raffles alone, and I was able to reach back out to this father to say, hey, you know what? We had this successful event on Friday. I could buy your son an iPhone now. Oh, my God. And, and he, his text back was like, uh, 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 he uh, amazed. Like, he, he's like, I'm literally crying right now. No, no, just some people may, may listen to this, and they may think that, an iPhone is not a need. But when you look at today's generation, if you're in a room with children or adults, everyone has their face in the phone. I can relate and I can imagine how difficult it is for that kid to be in a conversation or, or to be the only one that doesn't have a phone in his hand or doesn't have anything to look up, any games to play. So I think that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Exactly. And that's what we do. I mean, when we have funds available, we, we give back. Um, we give back. We are there for a resource. I mean, something that we've done for the past two years, we'll continue to do this year. Not only do we provide uh, gifts over the holiday, we get the actual gift that the children want, um, not just girl three. She wants a, a, a my, right. the, 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 the right. pink the pink My Little right. Pony. Right. Um, and we create an Amazon wish list, and then we divide it up per family. So we're actually delivering the gifts that the children want. It does not get yeah. any, it does not get any better than that. So you guys put the Amazon wish list out there. Then people that support the organization they can go online and see, and they can buy that item. And then it gets distributed, exactly. distributed from there. And the school district provides all the lists for us. They'll reach out to, you know, the families. And uh, it, it's wonderful just, the, you know, being able to give back, put smiles on children's faces, and really be there as a resource when families are going through really difficult things, you know, cancers and just some uh, unimaginable things. We've had some uh, ma major fundraising events uh, for children in the area and then what that family is able to to do with that financially whether pay medical bills you know do holistic treatments animal therapy all, all, all sorts of things all, you know? all of the things life shows up for everybody right uh, no one is exempt from the horrors the surprises of life the accidents the catastrophes the disasters and uh that's kind of like the business that we're in insurance yeah. we sell a promise and we promise to be there if something goes wrong, uh, for your community, it must mean the world to see that you're there, not only from an insurance standpoint, from a community standpoint, uh, everyone should be able to see your heart. 
Absolutely. And that's truly what I want to lead with. Um, and it's amazing being able to wear so many hats and then pulling things together. So, and sometimes it's hard to find volunteers, right? It, it's funny. When I look around the table, I'm like, oh, I'm lost. I forgot to mention, too, I'm also on the PTA board. Nice. So, like, I was somewhere this morning. I'm like, oh, I'm like, we were working on the PTA board. Like, we had a meeting last night, and now we're here for something. It's, you know, sometimes, like, the same group of people. Um, I'm class mom for, for, all, but, for all three of my kids as but well, it, of but course. But it's, it's, it's work, and somebody has to do it. Someone if, has to do if, it. If it doesn't get if, – if you don't do it um, – your children and other children won't have the experience that you want. I think there's two approaches. You can be the class mom and you can be on all the boards. Yeah. Or you can be in the corner criticizing everything that's wrong with Hop Hog, everything wrong with Smithdown of course. District. And, you know, you can either be a part of the problem or part of the solution. That's right. what I want to say. And that's really what it is. You know, you I- identify a problem or you hear, hey, there's a problem. Or even things sometimes good, like things that are trending. Like I'll see, I saw her another town was doing like a pet parade for Halloween. And I was like, hey, I'm like, I want to do that. So then I was like, we're going to do it. At first, I was going to do it um, through the Smithtown Children Foundation, but I couldn't find enough um, like resources or people available. So now I'm doing it through State Farm and I'm partnering with the Wisconsin Chamber of Commerce, but all the proceeds go to the Smithtown Children Foundation. So, so that, that, that there's m- m- many ways to uh, to, to, slice to do it. So I'm glad you mentioned that you stole that idea because I saw that post and I'm thinking about stealing it shamelessly. You should, Let's I'm, talk. I'm so excited about this pet parade. Oh talk, my goodness. How is that going to go down? How is that going to go down? What is that going to look like? Sure, sure. Um, so it, it's a small event. Um, it's only two hours, 1030 to 1230 on uh, Saturday, October 30th. Uh, basically, uh, we invited some uh, businesses to also come down with, you know, a table, hand out candy. So it's going to be at the Wisconsin Gazebo. Okay. That's right on uh, Smithtown Boulevard, uh, Wisconsin Library, big park over there. So we're going to have um, businesses set up the tables, hand out candy. The kids could go trick-or-treating. Um, and then we're going to have the um, dress-up uh, ha- Halloween dog parade around the park. And then we're also, you know, then we're going to do judging for, for the best <laughs> costumes for, for the dogs as well. But in my head, I envision, like, a red carpet for the dogs and, like, l- l- little water bowls and, like, d- d- doggy treats for the dogs. Um, so I got my first dog recently. I've never had any, any I, I've never owned anything with fur growing up. Okay. And everyone's like, is this your COVID pet? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. guess it is. Yeah. I'm like, baby and my husband's like no so i'm like all right we're, we're, we're gonna we go to the something. dog we need something we here. need something else so um so yeah so it was also you know my selfish of oh my god i want to dress my dog up this okay. is so exciting my first halloween w- with the pet i'm like i gotta dress dress the pet up of course um so yeah so it, it's fun it's just amazing to see how all these things you know come how they, together how they come together so here here's my head so everything was fun everything was community until you mentioned judging. Hey, that's I got it. a real Uh-oh. sense of uh, competition coming in here. What part of the game is that? Always. How, who's going to be the bad business judge that the- chooses... This pet over that. It, it, it may it may get ugly. I, I know pet owners. It's a it's a whole new thing. It's different when judging children. People be like, all right, but when it comes to pets, that there may be some uh, bloodshed after. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> but this we'll is have a... to have uh, categories: most creative, most I don't know. But we'll have to think of some things. Oh my gosh! This is uh, this is going to be fun. I can't wait to. 
to see it play out on your page. So, so Jim, my theme for, for this year, this is my third season of doing Wind Down with Kev, and my theme, which you can see on the bottom, you can't see it on the camera, but it's hashtag change the narrative. Um, I was really surprised to learn that you've only been a State Farm agent for only four years. So talk to me about your corporate life sure. before coming to State Farm and how did you change the narrative? Absolutely. Um, so as I somewhat briefly mentioned in uh, high school, I used to wear these wild outfits. So I thought I was going to be the next Betsy Johnson. Nice. <laughs> I nice. worked at Mac Cosmetic. I had short hair, the nose ring, always always a different <laughs> color in my hair, like all, all, all out, you know, wearing uh, the fur and the, the feathers, the angel wings, the platform. And this is just going to school. This Go, is... Going to school, nice. yes. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, so I was always very, um, actually, it's funny, in high school, I I won uh, most unique and also best dress. Nice. So that, I was going to ask you if you my got claim the, to fame. Oh my God! <laughs> most unique and best dress. Right, so I now, think they nailed it. I think they got the, uh, the, the that the most unique right because you definitely run a unique business. But go ahead, talk to me about Mac and everything else uh, you're doing. Absolutely. So from there, I said, you know, my, my goal was to go to FIT. Um, so I went to uh, FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, uh, in the city. Um, and then, you know, work some retail jobs and then realize that I really like the, uh, love the cosmetic and beauty end of it. Um, so FIT has a program, uh, cosmetic, um, I forget the actual name now, Co cosmetic fragrance marketing, something along those lines. Okay. Uh, graduated with my bachelor's degree, um, from FIT. Um, from there, uh, all worked c corporate, uh, started at Avon. Um, Elizabeth Arden, uh, Sephora, La Prairie, all, all, all the big, big name cosmetic companies, but always in corporate, um, doing a variety of things. Uh, first, I um, always kind of led to more of like the business end uh, positions, which are always in kind of sales administration. Okay. So doing forecasting, allocations, uh, but I always had a big personality, bubbly, love talking to people. Then they pulled me into uh, training type roles. Okay. Um, so I was the national training director for Red Door Spas. Nice. Uh, where I traveled all over. And, That's uh, nice. It, it, it was fun. It was amazing. Got to go to these luxurious um, locations and uh, train the staff and help all their uh, retail development. Um, I actually was also um, the manager of Sephora Herald Square, which was a, a very big job. Wow, Herald <laughs> Square, of... 34th Street, yeah. 6th Avenue, the heart of Manhattan, everything run through, runs through there. Exactly, that, that that was very hard. It didn't last all too long, <laughs> um, but, but it was great. And then I went back into the you know corporate end, you know forecasting allocations, um, but you know having little kids, and then sometimes even looking back. You don't even, you look at these pictures and you're like, I don't even remember my kids looking like that because I was a slave to the train. You were, you were going. So, 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 Jen, I have people that will watch this podcast and listen to it from far away that may not understand your commute. Oh, so yeah. So, you're living in Smith now. Yes, it, well, not, not, not then. I kept moving off further out. So, first I was in Great Neck, okay. which wasn't too bad of a commute, okay. easy peasy. Okay. Then we uh, got our first house in Wantua. Okay. Uh, so, still an hour, but okay. again, as you grow the corporate ladder, you're, you're not leaving at five. No. I mean, you're not, and also the cosmetic industry is international, so Europe gives changes at night. I mean, you, you're, you're working. You're definitely working. So, I'd leave six at maybe 6 a.m., you know, uh, head over to the train and not get back to 8 p.m., 
or so at night. And that was my daily life for about 12 years. Nice. A really oh long God. time. Very long time. Yeah. Very long days. Yeah, but I loved it. Of, co of course, of course, I loved it. But it's one of those things looking back. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm glad I'm, I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. So this is a funny story how State Farm came to be. Um, so one uh, one day on the train, there was a very heavy commute. I mean, he heavy delay, okay. as there is many of the time. It happens. I've been there and done that. I know. Exa exa yeah, it it's it's not fun. You're in a train. You're, you're lucky if you have even a seat. You're squished with sardines. <laughs> People are complaining. You know, the train's stuck in one spot. Everyone's missing things. Yeah, everyone just wants to get home. So anyway, I start going through, like, my LinkedIn messages, which, you know, you check and all of a sudden there's like a hundred and there's messages like want to be your own boss recruiter sis that so uh randomly start looking and very random truly just by a click of a button i responded to one through state farm i'm like let me see what this is about before i got off the train within that hour i took all their state farm assessments oh my god that sometimes people are like oh like you know yes. if, if you fail those you can't even take it like for You're the done. next year again so i'm sitting on the train doing they're like wow like you scored really high <laughs> and next thing i know i'm on these conference calls with that you know our uh, you know interview meetings and everything i'm you know checking off all their boxes and then fast forward within four months, I left my corporate job and start and became a State Farm agent intern. That's scary. Where my parents, my husband, they're like, insurance? Yes. State Farm? I mean, I was always a State Farm a customer. Okay. Ne never opened up a bill. I would have okay. no idea liability limits. Uh, you Nothing. Know. Most people have no idea. Yeah. You know, but you, you pay you pay your insurance and, and that's it. <laughs> um so got my licenses, did that at nighttime, because the more I was talking to other State Farm agents, they're like, hey, if State Farm sees something in you, they're like, this truly is a golden opportunity. Yes. And then I started learning about their lifestyle. I'm like, really? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you, like you don't have to go to work every day, and you're able to pay for your kid's college? Like, yes. what? I'm yes. like, wait, I'm like, how do you play golf in the middle of the day? I'm like, yes. <laughs> how does that work? Yes. Yes. I'm like, because I can't even fathom you, that idea. And, and now I'm living the State Farm agent or insurance agency lifestyle. So anyway, it all it all happened very fast. I couldn't believe what I was doing. I took out a home equity, uh, you know, line of credit and this and that. I mean, I had no idea what I was walking into, but I knew that my life had to change. Right. Um, you know, something had to change. Um, I wanted to be a good mom. I never was at anything for my kids. I wasn't able to bring them to dance. I would have no idea even where to go. My parents did everything. We've always had to live in nanny, as I was mentioning, really now, even up until COVID, um, which I'm never going back down right, that, that, right, that, route, that right, route again. Right. But um, it, it's just truly incredible how a job or career change could afford you the ability to, to do your whole life and give back so differently. Like I was never be able to, I mean, class mom involved in the community. No, like no, uh, I would hear about that stuff. Oh, PTA. Uh, like I would never be a PTA for, person. Like, that's come for on. somebody else. You are, yeah. you're corporate. So right, it was a totally different outlook. One right? delay on the Long Island Railroad, one random check of a LinkedIn message. You do all the tests. Four months later, you're at State Farm and fast forward in only four years, you're one of the top agents. I see you speaking or getting recognized at, at major events. How happy are the hiring managers that, that shows you with your performance and your unique, most unique 
perspective right. that you've brought to State Farm. Well, it's interesting. And even in my business plan, and this is when I knew nothing about truly anything, mm-hmm. right? That, that's the funny thing. The older you get, you're, you're, you realize that the yes, less you yes, know, right? Yes, yes. Um, but I said, I'm going to have my agency. This is going back from 2017, my business plan, family, relationships, community. And I truly held true that. And at first, everyone's like, why are you doing all these events? Or why are you signing up for all these things? Like, it's too much. You're going to burn out. Like, you, you got to just focus on your business. But I held true to my vision of growing that way um, and leading my team with, you know, uh, processes, procedures, because I had the corporate, the corporate background. background right. So I'm able to instill all that. Um, and really, one of the greatest things that I even love about my job is even developing my employees. I just had my top salesperson just left to open up her own agency. And sure with Gabriella. I wanted yep. to, I, I, I Gabriella. Wanted to, I wanted, well, let's Gabriella. talk about Gabriella, then I'm going to ask you about yeah. your team. So first, from your perspective, how awesome a feeling is it to have someone that starts with you and become their own agent? I had that experience with my, uh, when I opened in 07, my first employee was my nephew. Okay. And fast forward several years later, he's now his own Allstate agent. Awesome. Tell me about, uh, first, how did it feel for you to see Gabriella go into her own agency? What was that like for you? It's incredible. I mean, it's still somewhat new. She just left maybe about a month or so ago. Um, but even I still joke with her. I mean, like I almost didn't even hire her. I was like, yeah, I'm like, get, get, get your licenses and come back. <laughs> and then she got her licenses. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give you a shot. Um, she had no sales, no sales background. She worked in a medical office, didn't have, you know, didn't necessarily go to school or, you know, or wasn't sure where she was going to land. Um, and then we just, you know, coached her, developed her, and she just had that fire in her gut to win. And what I tell my team every day, I'm like, it's a numbers game. You want more results, you got to do more. Yes. Right? And yes. Th- 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 that's what it's about. I'm like, yes. you don't need to be a great salesperson. I'm like, hey, guys, if you don't have a lot going on, you, you got to do more. And, and the results will come. You keep doing it day in, day out, and the results will be there. And that's what I truly love about this business. And that's how I really ran my first year, I truly was like running a telemarketing agency. Yes. We were hardcore. I mean, 100 phone calls dial a day. Dial for to, dollars. Yep, so my smile and dial. Yes, That's yes. it. Um, but now we don't even have to do that anymore because we truly work off referrals. We're, we're really 100% referral-based. But uh, going back to Gabriella, she actually was able to hit 100 apps by herself my God. In, in a month. And, and you know that's from a, being... That's I mean, a heck of a thing that's... Four to five items every day, which is not easy because we don't get to say yes or win with everybody we talk to. So to write 100 items in a month, she's talking to a lot of people. She's working a lot. And for someone like her, I'm glad you mentioned her her background. So funny story. You and I, we're networkers. We're community people. We network with a lot of realtors, right? Yeah. So... Uh, I got to know you through Realtors and Lou Soriano and uh, Carlos Salinas. Uh, they're all telling me, we said, you know, Kev, you could be on the podcast with us with the trifecta, but I got to tell you that Jen dominates the Smithtown area. Like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. You know, not everybody eats everything. But it seems like all the cool kids are becoming real estate agents and mortgage brokers. Yeah. I wanted you here because I wanted people to see that cool kids can become 
coming to the insurance field as well. It's fu- it's funny because I say I network a lot with mortgage brokers and real estate agents, and I feel like sometimes I'll meet them for coffee, and I'm like, they probably think I'm meeting them just to become a State Farm agent <laughs> or trying to sell them. I'm like, hey, I'm like, you need to be a State Farm. I mean, I get nothing for be- come- people come no, becoming no, 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 State no. Farm agents, but right. I'm like, I'm like, you're awesome. You have a great personality. I'm like, you need to look into becoming a, an insurance agent. Absolutely. Um, so it, it it's funny uh, that. You know, but it, it all it all intertwines. But really, an insurance agent, it, it's an same thing. Even like mortgage and real estate brokers, same thing. You get what you put into it. Yes. You you want more of it, you put more into it, and the results will be there because everybody needs insurance. Um, it's, mandated. Yeah, New York exactly. State mandates it. Banks mandate it for your home. State mandates it for your car. It's necessary. It's it's necessary if you're willing to get into the Fight, you can win the game. So we, we talked about Gabriella. I looked at your website, and you have a number of other awesome people on your team, um, which is key that frees up your time so you can be out in the community developing business and sending business back to them. Uh, talk to me a little bit more about your team, and let's uh, sure. acknowledge them. Yeah, so I, I have a, quite a large team right now. I actually didn't even realize it. When I ran the numbers, I'm like, oh, I'm like, my payroll's double last year. <laughs> but I'm like, I guess that makes sense because I doubled my team, but that kind of hurts, but I have to kind of yes. l- look the other way and yes. Not, not yes. keep yes. going. Not easy, <laughs> Yeah. So um, I have four salespeople. Uh, Wesley, he's been with me uh, from since the beginning. He's an amazing guy. He's the insurance guru. We go to him when we have hey, any I'm questions. Hey, I'm the insurance guru. Oh, Wes- yeah, they, they, Wesley, they, they you go. can't have that. <laughs> but he, he's awesome. Love, love Wesley. Um, and then now I have uh, some new salespeople. That's what I told Gabrielle. I'm like, I have to hire three people to, to, replace, to, to replace you. Because yes. it takes time in insurance. Training people, getting licensed, learning, learning the multi-line game. Um, so I have uh, Jocelyn, um, who actually also worked for another State Farm agent. And, and she's just blossoming. She's probably going to hit uh, possibly maybe 75 apps this month. Outstanding. Uh, so very proud of her. Um, Katie, who's kind of like our team mom, team cheerleader. She came from the uh, hotel industry. Awesome. Um, she's doing phenomenal. And then Will, who I just brought on recently, um, also amazing, amazing guy. So we have such a nice so – that, that's my sales team. Um, and then on the service side, we have uh, Jerrica, um, also so, so, somewhat new, um, but we just had our team huddle this morning. She is holding it up. Um, I have Bethany, who works with us part-time for the past few years, um, and then Maria also right now. Uh, she just She's in the transition of a move, so uh, she, she's not fit physically in the office, but she's going to be uh, working uh, remotely. But just truly so blessed to have such an amazing team. Um, because they're the ones, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of people don't like being in front on the social media. They're like, no, that, 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 that's not that's for okay. me, but it's you my team behind this, the scenes that deserves the credit and recognition. There's real service work in this industry, and you need all those people. You need the billing experts. You need the people to walk people through claims and change cars and change mortgages. And there's a lot of work, and it's very interesting, and you don't have to be out front. That's where you are. That's where I am. And just like you, Jen, without my team behind me, none of it happens. None of it, none of it happens. Um, But I'm sure you'd agree. It's a very rewarding feeling to find people, get them this license, get them this professional career, and then open up a world of possibilities that they may not have known existed and what they're doing currently. 
And same thing even with seeing Gabriella now spread her wings. I want everyone on my sales team to also be able to walk that path and be able to be a state farm agency or really just just a business owner and to be able to feel like, okay, what the not only financial freedom, but freedom in lifestyle. And as you know, they're all on the younger side, but as they have families and, you know, being living on Long Island is tough. And to be able to make that one piece of it not tough is truly like one of the greatest rewards. I'm like, listen, guys, I'm like, insurance may not be the, the funnest thing. I mean, my kids are like, they, they, they think it's awful. Like, I have like the magnets on my car. Yeah. They're constantly taking the magnets <laughs> off my car. And then I'll pull up this stuff. I'm like, hey, where's my state farm? Like, they do not you're like. Just, you're just yeah, mom. No, no, no. You're just mom today. No, that's uh, awful. So I'm going to try to restate your company values. You said family, community, and relationship. So I would imagine listening to you talk about your staff, that part of that family part is your staff as well and developing their family and positioning their family to have a lifestyle which otherwise may not have seen attainable. Definitely. Yep. I let everybody uh, work from home once a week. Wesley actually works from home permanently. Um, We have, you know, even our office hours, like Fridays were only nine to four. Uh, When I first started, we were nine to seven. We worked nine to two on Saturdays. Now um, nine to five, nine to four on Friday. Um, If they have work, even someone um, said, you know, someone's daughter wasn't feeling good today. No problem. Work from home. I mean, I don't even bat an eye, you know, tell me that that that, that day of they're leaving at one. Like, it's not a problem. It it doesn't matter. Everybody, every single person has a computer set up at home. You get get your work done. You clock in. You want to work Sunday night? Sure. Clock in. I get mad at them when they don't clock in. (laughs) Or or I'll be on, and then I'll see their name on Skype. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I just want to get caught up from Monday. I'm like, you didn't clock in. They're like, no. I'm like, clock in. I'm like, you're working. Clock in. (laughs) You want to get paid. Uh, It's a it's a beautiful thing being able to impact uh, someone's lifestyle, and they're helping you. You're helping them. You have a great work family balance. They should have a great work family balance as well. And I think that's one of the real beauties of the job, and definitely, uh, probably one of the benefits of the pandemic is that to be some people completely hybrid, like you mentioned with Les- Wesley, and then the others that have the flexibility that. If you can't come in today, you're a mom with young children. It happens. Yep. Things happen that you can't control. And you don't want to be in an environment that, um, you know, where people are talking to you the way it is on the inside of some corporations where you don't have that flexibility, you don't have that fluidity. Because to me, it doesn't matter whether you're there at 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock. If you have business or something you're going to do, it's not going to take place in between 5 and 8 when people are really available. It doesn't matter to me. As long as it happens, it doesn't have to happen on our time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I tell them, too. I'm like, I want you I want them all to be uber successful. I want them all to make one hundred thousand dollars a year. And I'm like, it's my goal to be able to provide you with the resources and the tools to do it. Like if they have a bad sales month. I'm angry even at myself. Absolutely. I'm like, you know what? Like, what could have we done better? And then I'm like, all right, guys, like, game on. And that's what happened that for some reason August wasn't great for us. So I'm like, September, we're going to break all records. We're going to do 200 apps this month. Outstanding. And um, I'm hoping we, I, I think I think we're going to get there. We're close. That would be the most we ever wrote in a month. Um, but it's really from um, 
doing more. So even, you know, I'm very, I have a very close, a tight knit relationship with my parents. So like, wow, so now you could do this always. And it's like, well, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like running a mile, like yes. on, on 8.0, like it, it it's not fun. Yeah. But I'm like, but now we're running two miles on 8.0. I don't know if it's sustainable. Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like, like, yeah. So, um, like, it, it's amazing to see that if we focus, but it takes, it's every day. It takes a lot of vision. It takes a lot of work. Because I think that everybody that's watching this, everybody that's listening to us, your your passion and your drive is clear. So I'm going to ask you a, a couple of questions. The name of this is Wind Down with Kev. And I came up with it during the pandemic because I personally did not know how to relax and wind down. Me so either. All this, all this energy, I got to ask mm-hmm. you, how do you wind down when you're not out there doing everything for everybody else? How do you wind down? How do you get down to zero and just chill? I would actually, it's probably the opposite. I, I like turning it up. So I'm, I'm a big worker. I have to work out every day. That's how I get my energy out. I'm actually looking for places to get more of my energy out. Okay. So if I don't work out every day, then I get like, ah, like sh- shaky midday. Um, I have the Peloton. Okay. Love the Peloton. Um, I do about an hour. Not not on the bike. I do. Um, I follow this. Uh, if if I, give, give a shout out to the, it's called Hardcore on the Floor. Okay. It's a group on Facebook, but they, they post a calendar and you do like, Three um, three strength classes a day, but they're short. Ten, nice. uh, two ten minutes, a okay, twenty minute. Okay, okay. You, you add in cardio, um, but I live by that. So as mentioned, always had to live in nanny, and the reason why I never will again because I transformed that extra room okay. into a workout space, and I have I have the lights, I have a projector screen. So most people think it's like you know all out to have it like on the TV. Right. I have an entire wall, twelve foot uh, of the instructor on a gigantic projector. You can see them and you can follow along. Yeah. Um, so I that, that all, all converted. So that's like my, I, I love working out. I could work out all day. Um, people hate working out. I love it. I, I just got to get the, the food piece under control because I like food too. <laughs> um, but yeah. So har- hardcore on the floor. Shout out to hardcore <laughs> on the floor. Uh, you love working out. Athlete? Um, I grew up playing competitive tennis. Okay. So I was a big tennis player, uh, you know, competitions, traveled uh, all over with tennis. So that's like my hidden uh, claim to fame. I tried playing recently, and it, it, it's not like uh, riding a bike, unfortunately. And because I'm so competitive, I was like about to like <laughs> smash that racket in half on the floor. Can't, yeah. can't play for fun. We, <laughs> no. We, 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 play, we play to win. Okay. So the answer to the wind down is that you don't. You work out. Yeah. I do you, like Netflix, though, I, 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 if I get into a good series. But okay. it takes a while to find a good series, uh, okay, for Best sure. one you watched recently? Um, that's a, that's a good question. I can't even think of one. I have to talk, talk about I'm, I'm, I'm a shift okay. question. So Jen, I've been checking out your TikTok game as well. <laughs> you're, you're dancing, you're partying, you're putting the videos out there. Favorite type of music? What do you like? Um, I like any dance music, anything to dance to. Definitely. Um, you know, any, any of the fun songs, any songs that, that get, that get you revved up that you want to go another, uh, 1.0 on the treadmill too. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're saying scary numbers. I, it didn't get past me that you said eight on the treadmill. That's, right. that's okay, like no, no. scary. Yeah. That, you, you could be falling off with that, especially cause I'm short. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> a, a lot of people, like when they meet me, they're like, Oh, I thought you were like five, seven. I'm, <laughs> I'm four ten. I am like, well, you know, like a little legit vertically challenged. I mean, 
people meet me, and I guess from doing all these videos or whatever, well, your videos, you can only see. Yeah, the, yeah, you see, you see up. You can't, you can't tell. Exactly. So, uh, but, but yeah, go, go on. I see that the eight point is a challenge in uh, speed, speed at four ten to keep up. Wow. with. Wow! <laughs> wow! 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 But definitely, I'm sure you had the speed, the lateral movement, everything you needed to play tennis, and definitely a competitive nature that you had on the court. Uh, you've brought it into your business. You're doing extremely well. Just that anything that I didn't ask you about that um, you wanted to share with the people that they should know about you, your business, anything else about you that people should know? Sure. I mean, definitely. Uh, my goodness. That, 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 that's a hard one. We did cover a lot. Um, but I think really at the end of the day, I love helping people um, and helping other business owners as well um and also even other you know state farm agents even like you're all state like we don't even see like i don't see other people even competition like i truly love helping people like i'll go in and talk to random businesses about helping them with their social media or helping them you know with marketing ideas or event ideas um so you know if you're looking for ways to get more involved in the community Definitely, please uh, reach out. I truly, lo I love seeing people be successful and prosper, um, and sharing ideas, and even just brainstorming. So um, I, I got to tell you, anybody that's listening to this, this is not a random throwout. The first conversation that you and I had was because I saw you advertising for a marketing service that I was considering, and we had uh, chatted just a little bit on IG, and I said, "Well, let me call you directly." And what do you think? And you shared. Not just your opinion, but you shared details of what your experience was like working with that company. So um, anybody out there that's thinking of really getting in the social media game, uh, really want to step up your community involvement, that really wants to stand for working with families and being more involved, I strongly encourage you to, to reach out and to work with you because um, – I know for a fact that you're, you know, a person of your, of your word. Um, Jen, you and I are such kindred spirits, and today is our first time meeting ever. Um, and 2017, Allstate recognized me with an award called the Ray Lynch Award. It's for the number one community service agent in the country, which is very hard to be because we have a lot of agents that's just like you and I that do a lot for the community nonstop. One of the things I saw with State Farm is that you're getting that not only the local Smithtown recognition, but nationally, the people in Bloomington, which I think is where your home office is, I think they're recognizing you as well for your achievements. You mentioned some chairman circle, which I think is probably top 1% of state, state Farm agents yep. nationwide. Yeah. How many State Farm agents are there? Yes, yeah, so it's about 21,000. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's amazing just to see. I mean, I still can't believe, like, we, we sell different products. So yes. We have a, a health, health category. Yes. And uh, we just pulled up the numbers, and I think I'm number 46 out of 21,000. That's I'm a like, big number. I'm like, how is that possible? That's a big number. And I have a 700-square-foot office. And we, we have <laughs> no storefront. I mean, yes. I mean, nothing um and, and it's it's just incredible on on what could be done if you put focus in certain areas and even uh, with this health category i think it was in i guess 20, maybe 2020 we wrote zero health okay. and i was like guys i'm like we're doing good everywhere but we have like a how are we zero here we put focus on it and then now we're I'm like how are we in like the top half a percent of the It's a of beautiful the thing. Well, you're talking health and that's one of the things that's on people's minds, right? So we have things we want to sell and then there's things that people actually need that they're worried about. So the fact that you're 
dominating that category is a direct result of your passion and your focus and, and helping people before anything else. Definitely, definitely. And it's amazing to also, like, being so competitive. Um, and it's funny, in my corporate world, I, in corporate life, I always chased money, right? I would go from company to company, another 20000 30000 whatever. Now, for the first time ever... I don't. I, I really try hard not to even look at the paychecks or the, the money. I I just know everything. Everything's flowing. I feel comfortable. Um, but really, I I love the the, the fan the fancy uh, the, the recognition. Right. Yes. I, I'll I'll, yes. t- I'll take a plastic trophy over uh, <laughs> a, a, a nice bonus. Um, no. I, I like seeing my name up there. So yeah, we've uh, hit chairman circle, ambassador club. Um, SVP, um, pre-COVID, I actually was chosen uh, to speak in front of um, one of the market areas uh, for agents talking about community, uh, marketing, social media. I was supposed to go um, on a trip later this month that got canceled, unfortunately, for a State Farm Women's uh, Empowerment Group to also um, in Puerto Rico to talk uh, same to agents about community involvement. Uh, We have, we just came back from the SVP trip. So so it's incredible. I mean, it, it truly is, and it's so nice that I could involve my family in all these things as well. Like, if my kids are going to be somewhere, I'm coming with a State Farm table. I have my yes. Children Foundation yes. table, the HRDA. Um, so it's sometimes hard to wear m- m- multiple hats. Like, even uh, we have homecoming for uh, Hot Pog High School next weekend. So, like, in that short two hours, we have uh, my husband uh, driving. He has a fun little fancy blue Corvette. He's going in his car. I'm going in my red car with Jake out the window. <laughs> when I've, we, of I've course. seen you riding around with Jake. Funny story. I had beef with Jake. I got <laughs> I, I to tell you, I posted something one time recently. I said, you know, uh, I, was, I wasn't targeting Jake. I said, you know, you want to talk to real people. And I mentioned that Flo's not a real person. I mentioned that Gecko's not a real person. And I said, you know, Jake's not a real person. And Jake hit me back on Twitter and said, I talk to people. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so that was that was cool. But I have a lot of respect for Jake. Uh, I love you guys that you have all the athletes snapped, snapped up, all the top people. So let's come to a conclusion like this. Uh, Jen, as we put this out there, when this drops, uh, we're year two in the pandemic. A lot of people in the corporate world, which I spent a long time in, you spent a long time in, their jobs are changing transitioning, downsizing, whatever words that you want to use, and what they used to do before is not going to come back. What would you say to those women, since you do the women empowerment, and those men that are maybe looking for something different, what would you say about this insurance career as something maybe they should look into to change their narrative? Truly, I definitely feel it is the best-kept secret um, of a job. I mean, it's truly incredible as I truly feel blessed and I would probably be continuing to go in the city, not not be involved with my children. Um, It's amazing to be able to have a job where not only financially you could be very successful, but also to have the freedom, um, you know, financial or um, true freedom. Time is what is so key because time is the most valuable resource and you know sometimes you look back and you're like wow that, that, that kind of I was in like a black tunnel that you don't that sometimes there's not a light at the end or you just don't know that there's a different option to 
to, to be able to still provide for your family in Long Island, a very expensive place to live, but also have that time. And not only that, to be able to do good for your community too. Um, so it's truly, truly incredible. I think it's an amazing industry, even from getting started from the ground up. Um, you know, my team, I really always look for people in, in their heart of hearts that want to help people and want to grow as individuals. Of course, no one truly maybe loves, loves insurance, but we're in the people business. We're about helping it, people. It's, it's about helping people. So um, I know you have a loaded staff right now, but one of the things that's required with the hat you wear and the hat I wear is to always be recruiting. How does someone get started with you and insurance? If someone sees and says, oh my God, I love Jen, I want to work for her. How do they get started on the path to getting into the insurance industry? Sure. I mean, li- licensing's a big one. You need to be licensed in order to sell. And unfortunately, I've met some amazing, fun, great personality people that just can't pass that test. Um, so I kind of learned the hard way. And now I do say, you know, really, you have to be licensed. We'll give someone maybe a month trial, but that's it. If you're not licensed, because then it winds up being a waste of right. our resources there. If you can't pass the test, you can't sell can't can't help you in a sales job so get the license get that under the belt and even i tell someone even if you come back to me in a year and i truly i don't have a spot for you there are insurance companies are a dime a dozen if you're licensed you will have job security forever if you don't have to worry about it you'll be recruited always we'll find you if you have a license if that pops up on deed a local insurance agent will find you and you'll have a beginning and maybe they're your first job won't be your ideal job, but you'll be in the game and you'll have a tool in your toolkit that you didn't have. Exactly. Exactly. So definitely uh, look into it. The, the licensing is not fun, but by any means, it's something that you do just to do. It's it's hard to pass the test for sure. Um, but once you're licensed, like you said, it's a, a endless uh, possibilities. And if you decide you want to be your own business owner, I know all state State Farm is always looking to recruit people, people who want to take a risk. And the biggest thing of really why even said, hey, you know what, I could do this is everyone I talked to said there's not one State Farm agent that that truly has failed. I'm like, (laughs) everybody, I mean, success could be determined in their own sense. But if you look around, everyone, it's it's true, it's hard to fail. if If you do the work, you definitely, definitely will make it. Jen, that's all that I had. So uh, everybody that that's tuned in, please follow her. You'll you'll admire mm-hmm. her at Insure with Jen. Where else can people find you? Sure, sure. So uh, my website's uh, also www.insurewithjen.com. Again, uh, Jennifer O'Brien, uh, State Farm Insurance Agency. We're located at 329 East Main Street, right in Smithtown. Our phone number is 631-724-0002. Um, or you could uh, reach out through uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and my email is uh, jen at insurewithjen.com, jen with two ends. So definitely reach out if you want to talk about any of the above topics. As you could see, I could probably be here with Kevin all, all day long. I need I need that like mute, that, that, that red alert button. Like, stop talking. No, no, but, no button, uh, no yep. watch. Uh, very <laughs> unscripted we just kicked it and we had fun and everybody listening if you're watching this on youtube if you like what you see mm-hmm. click that subscribe button below if you really like it and share it with a friend and spread the word 
that insurance is for the cool kids too. Yes. Peace. <laughs>